In this video, I'll share with you my strategies for coping with a down market. Should you sell your dividend stocks or should you keep them? Hi, my name is Kanwal Sarai and welcome to this episode of the Simply Investing Dividend Podcast. Follow along in this journey with Jack and Jill as they try to figure out, should they keep their stocks in Walgreens and Intel or should they sell them? Now, both Jack and Jill purchased Walgreens and Intel a couple of months ago, and they used the 12 rules of simply investing to make those purchases. Now, that's what I'm going to focus on in this video. I'm going to talk about dividend stocks that you've purchased in the past, and today the prices have dropped. Should you sell those stocks or should you keep them? So we're talking about long-term holdings, right? We're not going to talk about crypto. We're not going to talk about Facebook or Tesla or any stock that you purchased this morning or a couple of minutes ago and you want to sell it immediately. We are long-term investors. So I'm going to share with you my strategies for how to deal with a down market when it comes to dividend stocks. Now, look, no one likes to see their stock prices drop in price. Okay, I feel your pain. You can see on the screen here, Walmart just had a recently a big drop in their stock price. So I feel your pain. I always, I, I hate to sell at a loss. Okay, so I know this is difficult and it's challenging. I've been a dividend investor for more than 22 years. And so I've experienced firsthand market crashes. And you can see them listed on the screen here. 99 and 2000, we had a tech bubble crash. 2001, we had the 9-11 crash. 2008, 2009, financial crisis. And more recently, in March of 2020, with coronavirus, we saw a big drop in the stock market. So I've been through all of this over the last 22 years. I've been a dividend investor, and I have my stock portfolio throughout all of this. And in the past 22 years, I've seen a common theme that occurs over and over again every time we have a market crash. So I'm going to share some of those with you right now. Number one, no one can predict how long the crash will last. Is it going to last a couple of weeks, a couple of months, or a couple of years? So nobody can predict that. Number two, the media and internet goes into a frenzy and predicts that this is the great recession is coming. And this just makes things worse and people start to panic. Number three, sentiment is always very low and it's very hard for people to get optimistic and they believe that this time it's different and things are gonna get a lot worse before they get any better. And lastly, every crash has been followed by a recovery. Okay, so we're witnessing all of these things right now. As of this recording, we've seen the stock market go down and down every single week. So I know it's painful to watch your stocks be in the red. It's painful to see them go lower and lower in price. So here's a question I get all the time. And Jill recently bought a stock a couple of months back for $25 and now it's trading for 20, right? And She's worried and she's starting to panic. What is she going to do with her investments? Okay. Now, a quick question for you. If you bought a stock for $25 
and today it's trading for 20, how much money did you lose? You didn't lose anything because you still own the shares. If you didn't sell, you didn't lose anything. You still own the shares. The company is still paying you dividends. The company is still producing recession-proof products and services, and it's still making money. So the stock price doesn't reflect the reality of the business and what's really going on. Now, if you focus just on the day-to-day, like every minute, stock prices go up and down all the time, right? And the internet just doesn't make this easier. So you go to any stock quote website and you look at the stock price, every couple of seconds, the stock price is going up and down and it's changing. So if you look daily, you'll see the stock price going up and down. And that's gonna make you nervous. You're gonna start to panic and you're gonna start making irrational decisions. Now, if you look at it month to month, same thing, we kind of see it going up and down, okay? But if you look at it in terms of decades, 10, 20 years, 30 years, right? We are long-term investors. So we always think in terms of decades, not days. The entire stock market, its entire history, when you look at it and you graph it, you can see that there's a steady incline and the stock market continues to go up in the long-term. And that's why we wanna focus on long-term rather than short-term. Our priority is dividends and not the stock price, okay? We wanna make sure that your stock portfolio is generating dividends every single year. And more importantly, we wanna make sure that it's generating growing dividends every single year. So I've been doing this for over 22 years. I showed you before in a couple of slides back sort of the market crashes that I've gone through. But I can tell you one thing. So the portfolio has gone up and down in price, but I can tell you one thing. The dividends generated in my portfolio have gone up every single year. Even when we had those market crashes, the dividends kept going up. So our priority is the dividends because that's the passive income that's coming to you directly into your pocket. And that's what's gonna cover your living expenses. Right? We can't sit around hoping for the stock prices to go up and stay up, but we need to be able to count on the dividends, that the dividends are continuing to go up. Now, the worst time to sell your stocks is when prices are low. Okay, People panic, they start to sell. This is the worst time to sell because now you're going to solidify your losses. That's one. Number two, you're going to cut off your supply of dividends from that company. Okay, And that's pretty bad because like I said before, our focus is on generating dividend income. So we don't want to be selling stocks that are paying us dividends. Now, Jack and Jill are concerned about their holdings in Intel and Walgreens. Both of the stocks are down 10 to 15% since they bought them. So they want to know, should I keep them or should I sell them? Now I cover this in detail in the Simply Investing course, Lesson 20 and Lesson 21. We cover when should you sell your stocks and guidelines for selling your stocks. So those are in detail in the course, but I'm gonna go over a couple of things with you right now, okay? Because this is important. And we wanna answer Jack and Jill's question, should they sell their holdings in Intel and Walgreens? The short answer is no, okay? 
Now, many of you may not be holding Intel or Walgreens. You probably have other dividend stocks and you're worried about those. So what should you do? Here up on the screen are some red flags. Okay, these are things that would make me concerned, you know, should I sell the stocks? So let's look at these concerns first. Has the company announced a recent dividend reduction? If so, then I may consider selling and putting it into and taking that money and putting it into a stock where a company is has not reduced their dividend and the dividend is growing. Okay, so that's one thing. Is the EPS, the earnings, negative for many months? Okay, we can I can understand a, a small dip, especially when the market is crashing. We're gonna get earning companies are gonna report lower earnings. So that's fine. You know, if it goes down a bit and then it comes back up, we're okay. But if they're consistently showing negative earnings, which means they're losing money consistently, that's a red flag. Which brings me to the next point, is the company consistently losing money, right? So that's a red flag. Uh, the last point, did the CEO or the CFO or somebody higher up get fired for making false financial reports? So we saw this with Enron, right? We don't have any insight into the inner workings of a company or its management or its finances. We're just going to go by with public information. So the public financial statements. So if the CEO or CFO, somebody like that is getting fired, that's a red flag. Okay. So any one of these things is a red flag and it's a cause for concern, right? So you have to do some more research and decide, okay, well, maybe I don't want to take on this additional risk and I'm going to sell the stock and move on to something else. Now, before I get to my strategies on how to deal with a market downturn, there's a couple of things I want you to remember. Okay. If the market continues to drop and it may, again, we can't predict if it's going to be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, but if the market continues to drop, every stock you buy today is going to be down in the next couple of weeks or next month. Okay. That's a fact, but that's fine. We're long-term investors, okay? Don't panic and sell when stock prices drop. As I showed you before, the worst time to sell is when prices are low because then you immediately solidify your losses, okay? So we don't want to panic. Owning a stock for less than two to three years and then worrying about the stock price is not recommended, okay? We are long-term investors and we think in terms of decades. So here's my strategies and this is how I deal with a market crash or a market downturn. And I'm hoping that these are gonna help you to become a better and successful investors, investor. Number one, I remind myself that this too shall pass. Remember, every market crash is followed by a recovery. I focus on the dividend income. The stock price is not a priority. I wanna make sure that I'm getting paid for owning shares, so, the portfolio is generating dividend income, and more importantly, it's generating growing income every single year. So that's the focus for us as dividend investors and not the share price. I'm going to always invest in quality dividend stocks, so not just any stock that pays a dividend, a quality stock, when it's priced low. So that's important too. I don't want you to go out and buy any stock that pays a dividend. You want to make sure that you're buying it when it's priced low. If you're interested in that, episode one covers 
that in, under value and overvalue. So I just wanted to mention that. Next, I want you to ignore the noise in the media and online. Every time there's a market crash, the noise level just goes up and there's way too much of it online. Think in terms of decades, not years. Okay, we are long-term investors. And I use the 12 rules of simply investing to help me stay on track. And that's what Jack and Jill are gonna use. So for now, they're gonna hold on to their shares in Intel and Walgreens. And going forward, they're gonna focus on the 12 rules of simply investing before they invest in any other company. Okay, so you can see them on the screen now, the 12 rules. I've mentioned them before in all previous episodes. You want to make sure before you invest in a company that it passes the 12 rules of simply investing. If it fails even one rule, move on to another stock. Okay, the rules are designed to lower your risk and maximize your dividend income. Okay, um, just very quickly for those of you that might be on the audio version, you can't see the 12 rules here. I'll list them off. Rule number one, do you understand how the company is making money? Rule number two, 20 years from now, Will people still be using its product and services? Rule number three, does the company have a low cost competitive advantage? Rule number four, is it recession proof? Rule number five, is it profitable? Rule number six, does it grow its dividend? Rule number seven, can it afford to pay the dividend? Rule number eight, is the debt less than 70%? Rule number nine, avoid companies with recent dividend cuts. Rule number 10, does it buy back its own shares? Rule number 11, is the stock priced low, undervalued? 12, keep your emotions out of investing. Okay, so these, I've used the 12 rules myself for the last 22 years. I want you to use these. They're gonna prevent you from making investing mistakes. So if you're interested, I cover these in detail with real life examples in the Simply Investing course. In the Simply Investing platform, we automatically apply the rules to all of the stocks in the US and in Canada. So we tell you which companies to consider for investing and which ones to avoid. If you like this episode, be sure to click the uh, like button. Also hit the subscribe button as well. If you want more information, check out my website, simplyinvesting.com. I have lots of great episodes coming out in the future. We have new episodes out every week. So thank you for watching and I will see you next time.